0: You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all you can eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blusine.
1: There'll be food
0: and drink and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders.
1: You're all in private.
0: When we first went in, uh, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tex I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's business.
2: Hello. Hi. We're back. Happy New New Year.
0: Year.
1: Happy New Year. What's your resolution? I'll tell you mine. Nothing. Yeah, I don't do those.
2: No, I mean, the only thing I said that I'm going to, like, focus on doing is drinking more water.
1: I love that.
2: Like, I really just... love yeah. to drink. Just yep, trying to yeah. notice that, like, I don't, I don't t- intake that much water, so...
1: I don't either, so maybe we'll we'll do a thing about that.
2: Just, yeah, I'm just trying to focus on that more.
1: Yeah, my jelly Juice intake is really high, though. <laughs> Call back to a great episode featuring liquids, the jelly Juice Poop Cult. Uh,
2: I need a really good waterfall
0: moment. Uh, Oh,
1: my God. I wish I could waterfall for everyone on YouTube right now who's watching.
0: I've been pretty regular this year so far. Oh, oh wow. Gosh. Mazel tov. God, I'm blessed. Yeah. We should... Tell everyone why we haven't been able to record lately, so the rumors
1: don't go flying. Oh, absolutely. So we now had
2: a big fight. We and did. Yeah, we didn't talk to each other for. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah,
1: it was it was um uh one of those like bands reunited situation. Well, yeah. What I waterfall. Jen didn't. Well, it was like, a nightmare.
0: What, a little bit before Thanksgiving, first Jen was feeling under the weather. Mm-hmm. and She like powered through, and everything was fine. A couple weeks later. A couple weeks later, I got sick. Sick, like, really bad. And, I, and Jen didn't give me anything. Yeah, not just, from Jen. I was just sick.
1: And Unrelated.
0: Thank so, yeah, of course. I got sick with like a bad cold. And then when I felt better, then Mark got sick.
1: And I got sick with something, with something that was different, like different. Not what Mark had. Yeah. So, and Mark didn't have what Jen had. Yeah. I didn't have what he had. So then, so then Mark was like deathly ill.
0: And then as yeah. soon as Mark started to feel better, I caught what he had yeah and then super that, spreader of that set me out of commission for
1: like a week yeah and, and then, then these t-
2: two bitches are feeling better and then i got i sick, know so and i just finally got over feeling I know. better
1: so. yeah so that's the thing so if somebody knows who cursed us let us know Yeah, please yeah. let us know yeah patreon.com slash bizarre buffet podcast thanks podcast yeah
0: so mark well, I mean, we'll start this with a question. Now that we're all not deathly ill yeah. anymore.
1: Now that we're all not super spreading at the I table. Know, uh, exactly. uh, 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 <laughs> it was rough. It was.
2: What did I tell you both earlier? I'd rather get COVID again than like have to ha- deal with another Same.
1: stomach bug. Oh yeah. Or, like have the flu. The way that shit sounds. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yeah, give me. No. Yeah, give me the SARS. <laughs> well, <laughs> Let's start our episode
0: with our fun question. Yeah. I'm going to ask two questions. Okay. Oh, I love a
2: two-parter. Oh, we do.
0: The question that we're going to open up with is, if you were a drag performer, what would your drag name be?
1: Mine would be Funeral Parlor. Oh, that's yeah. a
0: good
2: one.
1: Thank I love
2: you. that. Thank you. I, I cheated and did a drag <laughs> name name generator. I love it. Um, my name would be Miss Fortune. Miss
1: <laughs> i think that's fucking fantastic so for a for a generator that gave you a good one i feel like you could do a
0: lot with that
1: oh yeah for sure yeah what's your misfortune yeah yeah
2: what would your drag queen name be
1: i would be uh
0: gizmo glitter paws yeah Yeah, i love it absolutely but There's I feel like, no. Jen, you could be like Yogana. 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 Yogana,
1: Yogana. Laquiva <laughs> Wilson.
0: Yogana. I yeah. love it. I, I guess love you it. could do yoga. Yes. Yogana.
2: Yeah. And
0: Mark, you could be Harry Mary.
1: Harry Mary. I like Funeral Parlor I better. Like funeral, parlor more. funeral Parlor. Thank you. Funeral
2: Parlor fits yeah. you.
1: Thank you. I think so too. Yeah. Thank you.
0: My other question What's like the most weirdest or unusual thing you found while cleaning out a closet
2: oh god okay a bag. so all right I'll go first when my mom was selling her house we like went through boxes and boxes of shit up in the attic my mom has always really been into elephants that's always been her thing she's always had elephant like statues and little like
1: it's so a very Trinkets 90s mother thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, she she always was a fan of elephants. We come to a box and it's probably from when she was a kid. At the time, it probably was like an inflatable elephant, but it like looked like the elephant man that was <laughs> deflated with like a squished up face. <laughs> That's probably one of the weirder things I have found while cleaning out a
0: closet.
1: I that's pretty weird. I like it. Yeah, I like it. For me, normally it's just like weird things from my past. Things in the past that I found would be like old journals, or like I remember when I was little. Okay, here's something. I used to find like agencies where like celebrities were represented.
2: Of course, and you would like write them letters.
0: Oh yes, yes. I did the same fucking thing.
1: Exactly.
2: What was that magazine? when we were
1: there, kids. There was like a website that you no, could go to. No, but there to, was but... like
2: a, ma- a celebrity magazine when we were kids.
0: Teen Bob?
2: Yeah, yeah, Teen oh. Bob. They had addresses in there too that you could write to celebrities.
1: Oh my God. So I'll tell you what that I never said. This is controversial.
2: Okay. Do you and still I, have
1: it? I don't. I wish. Okay. Um, this is a controversial one. It was to Michael Jackson because oh. I think I think I just wanted to be okay. adopted so badly out of my house that I was like, Michael Jackson, bring me to Neverland. I'll I'll take the risk
2: oh I'm sorry. How, how old were you?
1: i don't even remember honestly like i must have been pretty young okay with internet access but not like young young but like i don't know i think i aged out for him I think I was too old. I I think I was too old by the time I I was playing. But yeah, I stuffed that behind the back of a drawer and I never sent that Mm -hmm. one. It's a shame. Yeah. It is a
2: shame. Why is it every episode we find some reference to Michael Jackson? (laughs) Michael
1: Jackson always,
0: he's another. Michael
2: Jackson always makes an appearance. I know. The
0: the Titanic does. Titanic.
2: Titanic. What about you, Uh, Mark? What is the weirdest uh, thing uh, you've ever found in the closet? Aside
1: from you. (laughs)
0: Last time,
1: Girls
0: no closet I know we both were at one point
1: everybody's no. in a closet not at some me. point not me honey oh yeah Mark came out of the room no. and he's like I'm coming out yeah. Come no. out that was the queerest thing that yeah. ever
0: come out of a vagina
1: oh my god I
0: guess like, the most unusual thing is like I found a button down shirt and it was a size extra small. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Gone are those days. Fables. But
2: I miss those
0: days. Me too. I know. I remember there was for an me. episode of Hoarders and this Guy was like, his family was like cleaning out his house and they found a closet full of like dildos, dildos and BDSM <gasps> stuff. And oh, oh my, my god, f- and the sisters were like crying about it. Well, they were crying
1: over the dildos. Uh, I was like,
0: Good for him, yeah, he's living his best
1: life. Yeah, that's right. And they were like, What is this
0: yeah. stuff? <laughs> I didn't know he was like this. Yeah, yeah,
1: that was one of the lines
2: before I came here. I was watching Storage Wars. <laughs> oh my went, god, Whoa. that show. It's so good because like these people don't know what's behind the doors. No,
1: no, I it- think.
2: Like one of the guys, like found a loaded gun. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my like, God. yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not There's
2: surprised. There's some weird
0: stuff in there. I know. Today's episode, it's about a drag queen, a drag queen, in slash a closet. Similar, I mean, oh boy, it's about a drag queen, slash trans woman by the name of Dorian Corey. Have you guys ever heard of Dorian Corey? I have, so she-
2: I have not. Okay,
0: so she had. Quite a
1: secret. Yeah, she did.
0: Perhaps a skeleton in her closet, one could say.
1: Mm. But
0: before we get into her closet skeleton, let's learn a little bit about Dorian Corey and her story. Boots the house down, Mama. Boots the House Down Mama. Dorian Corey was an American drag performer and she was also a fashion designer. She was born June 6th, 1937, in Buffalo, New York. Originally assigned a male at birth. Later in life, she realized that she was a trans woman. Okay. While she was being raised on a farm in Buffalo. Wow. Wow. So I feel for her. Yeah. That's, that's a gonna lot. That's going to be rough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, it, being a trans person now is rough, but I can imagine being on a farm in the 30s. Buffalo? Buffalo. Buffalo.
2: Where, like, if you even uttered the fact that you liked someone of, like, the same gender... Oh, that would
1: be, be a big fucking problem. A big fucking problem. Yeah. So you'd be like,
0: ow, I'm gonna pray at the gateway. Oh.
1: No. no, then they would probably do a lot more. Yeah, probably, I yeah. think, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Because, you know, America. Yeah. In the 1950s, she moved to New York City after she got this really, really cool job as a window dresser at a place called
1: Hangerers, hangerers,
0: hangers.
1: Where'd you get H- your dress, hangerers? Hangers, hangers,
0: hangerers, hangerers. <laughs> hangerers.
1: hangeries,
0: hangeries,
1: whatever. Hangerers, ah, sure. And it was like a well-known
0: department store. She got the job while she was studying art at Parsons. Wow. So now, you know, we go into the nineteen sixties. She. The summer of, love. Summer of yeah. love free love. Oh
1: god, so much LSD.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> and really good music. Really good music, absolutely. There was a lot going on. I like the mod. Yeah, yeah
2: the mod look is really cool too.
1: Yeah.
0: Short skirts. The colors, pop colours. All
1: the trees are all the trees are brown. I'm yeah. doing the backing vocals too that's
2: that's really impressive
1: thank you i worked on it no i didn't like i love a twiggy mm-hmm.
0: moment so yeah it's like the 1960s and she ended up going on like tour as a snake dancer oh a charmer like a, a real snake i guess so it was like, like in a cabaret oh i've
2: like you know we, we've gone Weird. down this rabbit hole about snakes and how yeah. i fucking yeah. hate them yeah, we're, not,
1: we're, we're not snake supporters here no no Sorry,
2: they should all be extinct. Yeah, yeah
1: sorry snakes about that. Snakes are snakes, snake, for a yeah, absolutely. Scare me yeah. if somebody calls you a snake in real life, you're not going to take it as a compliment. No, 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 ma'am. That's my theory. I don't know. So, you know, she did that,
0: and then she was also the founder of this. Voguing house that she called the house of Corey. Oh. I
2: love. I just need to stop for a minute. I, know. <laughs> I love the whole ballroom, like the ballroom scene, yes. Yes. and yeah. how like every like group was
0: house of yes, yeah, house <laughs> of this, yeah.
1: house of that. Yes, it's so good. I house love that they the had face. like house names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's so fun. Yeah.
2: Like on the show Pose.
1: I the haven't House seen it yet. Evangelista. Yes. Oh, we've never seen that.
2: Oh, you have to. You'll love it. Is it on HBO? It's on it was on Netflix yeah. at one point. Okay. It might be on Hulu Check.
1: Okay. But I'm gonna look for so
0: it. Oh good. Mark and I are a disgrace to the community. As always, we're it. a so disgrace
1: good. to every community. But including yeah, you we, who's listening.
0: We love that whole ballroom scene. We do. I love it too. I mean, half of like my phrases c- probably comes from that and, scene. And like yeah. the fucking
2: costumes,
0: like the
1: I know. fucking costumes so that they good. would wear. A woman They're wears rich. a bag to a evening bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, something broke. <laughs> Don't mind that. Oh,
0: she was like one of these like, Vogue house
1: people, yeah, and she was answer.
0: quite legendary for she actually won over fifty grand prizes from voguing balls.
1: Wow!
0: She later became a house mother where she took care of LGBTQIA people Aww. who were basically forced out of their homes. You know, they were homeless because you know. Yeah,
2: well, that's also a thing too. Like, it was around a time where. Homosexuality, transgender, it was really frowned down upon. And a lot of times you would be like pretty much like out from your own family and you would have nowhere
0: to go.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What was nice about
0: her is that she kind of took it upon herself to like open her home (laughs) and be a house mother and kind of create like a new family yeah you know
1: that is very nice
0: and i I feel like in drag culture now that that still resonates this sounds so much like
2: pose you have to watch it now
0: i can't wait another cool thing about her is that in 1968 she was in a documentary called the queen and it's like the first or one of the first documentaries about drag queens but i mean like old school know, giant queens like the same that's, that's
1: on Netflix too I think she I think looks... they watched it
0: so now one of her biggest claims to fame was that she was featured in the most legendary drag ballroom documentary it's called paris a, is burning yes. Paris is Burning. yes boots the house boots down the listeners house down yeah. and this is a 1991 film documentary about ballroom culture in new york city i've, never, a ball. Seen, I've never
2: seen the whole thing i've only seen, seen bits and pieces of it it's so good it's i so actually good. had a professor in grad school that used to like take clips of Paris is burning <laughs> to show us. It's like when she would be talking about theater and try to find a way to like relate it to theater.
1: Interesting.
2: She did the same thing with Die Hard. <laughs> That's it was like really Die, cool. Die Hard and Paris is Burning were like the two movies.
1: Wow. That she
2: would just like pull clips from to like explain what she was trying to like talk about in her lectures. It was really cool. I've never. I, I have to go back and watch it now because I've never I'm, seen it I'd in its like entirety. To, I'd you know,
1: like to meet her. What an interesting person. I mean,
0: are so different because so you have Die Hard, which is like, oh, you right. have Paris is Burning, where you yeah. have a bunch of drag queens and voguing.
1: Absolutely,
0: girl. This documentary it showcases like the challenges of transgendered women and men, drag queens just being gay, and it really showcases th- the difference between their day to day lives and also ballroom culture. And it's, like, really, really competitive. Like, they it are is, not they take fucking take it fucking
2: around. seriously. Yeah.
1: What's fascinating is that our favorite fracker in the world, RuPaul. RuPaul Charles, a lot of his references for Drag Race, like, if you watch Paris is Burning... It, yep. In its entirety, you will see how much RuPaul has taken mm. in reference from that documentary.
0: Well, it's it's funny that you said that because the next thing in my notes, I said the TV show RuPaul's Drag Race is like a huge
1: homage to the film. Even the title of the show, Drag Race, because there was like this clip that I found somewhere where Dorian Corey was actually saying, it's a drag race, honey, or oh. something, <laughs> blah, 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 you know? And I was like, oh, oh. I'm
2: sure, I'm sure, like... You know, Dorian Corey was one of the ones who paved
0: the way for...
1: People like RuPaul the Fracker to steal her ideas.
2: Exactly.
0: Yes. And a lot of good terminology came from this, like serving looks. Yes. What does it mean to serve a look? Can we explain to the children? I mean, if you want to know what serving looks is, just follow me on social media. That's right. Boots the
1: house down. I
0: mean, right now I'm serving like a Depeche Mode, beautiful Depeche Mode tank top.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: It's beautiful. Show off Stunning. my guns. And yeah. then and other things, too. They'll be, like, category is rich woman, eleganza. Yeah.
1: Extravaganza. It's, but
2: it's true. Like, it's always a category. The category is. Yeah,
1: exactly. Category It's is always Working good. class ballroom. Yeah. Exactly.
0: And
2: <laughs> you have <laughs> to. Like, you're, your, right? Your, like, house has to. You
1: have to embody, embody it. Embody
2: whatever the category is. Yeah,
1: it's kind of like improv.
2: It is. Yeah. Right?
1: Maybe that's With where like dance, there's, moves there's like... dance moves There's some dance moves. Sometimes
2: there's like some theatrical things to it yeah. too. Yeah. Like there's some like little storylines that happen in between. Yeah,
1: because they always like will walk a certain way, right? So if it's like the category is rich white woman in the suburbs, realness, <laughs> and like, you know. It is a known fact that a woman do carry an evening bag at dinner time. Uh-huh. They they carry themselves yeah. a certain way, yeah. portraying like But then you have like the master of
2: ceremonies like up there with the microphone, like pretty much like commentating on the entire yes. walk.
1: He's the best in that documentary. He's like one of the like, most entertaining people. The
2: master of ceremonies, I think, is like the best part of the oh, entire yeah.
1: experience. We would be the masters yeah. of ceremony. Yes. <laughs> But we wouldn't know what we're saying. <laughs>
0: like, oh, Mama, she's bringing Eve Saint Laurent to downtown. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. honey,
1: this is this is just like Liz, uh, Lizzie Borden, realness.
0: Yeah. It should also be noted that Dorian Corey was also on the Joan Rivers show. Oh. Fun fact.
1: Legendary. Legendary.
2: I saw Joan Rivers' last performance before she died. I'm so jealous. She literally got rushed to the hospital after her fucking stand-up bit.
1: Oh, my God. That is 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 iconic. Like, she
2: literally died, like, within 48 hours.
1: Jen, you're even more royalty than you already are. I
0: know. (laughs) It's it's funny. Side note, why we're talking about gay icons and performances Um, one of my old friends slash co-workers when she was like six years old her mom took her to a Cher concert (sighs) and her her name is Liz my friend and Liz was like Cher saw me in the audience and she literally grabbed my hand and sang at me. Oh, I wonder which song it was. If I, mean,
1: I could turn yeah. back uh, yeah. time. Gypsies, triumphs, and thieves. Listen, that's my yeah. favorite. That oh, is my favorite fucking
2: Cher song, and mm-hmm. everybody laughs at me. For
1: I it. think it's a good one. It's, a,
2: it's one of the best. I'm
1: also a dark lady. Oh.
2: Dark lady? That's like from the same generation. Right? Like the same time.
1: Yeah. I like turn back time. Yeah. I like a good
0: 80s power ballad. Absolutely. That is, a,
2: that is the perfect 80s power ballad. It is. I know I made you cry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: All, right. All right. This so, is um, the serenade hour. Aside from her like, TV appearances, she also created her own like, clothing label called Corey Design. And for one of her acts, she wore a feather cape which was 30 feet by 40 feet. Oh, yes, mama. And when she removed this cape to reveal a sequin bodysuit, the cape was raised over the attendees with poles and kind of covered everyone like a tent. This sounds like a fucking
2: Met Gala experience. Uh,
0: Truly.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it really does.
0: Unfortunately, because of the times, she was a victim to the AIDS crisis. And yeah. she passed away in 1993 at the age of 56. She was iconic to the Vogue ballroom culture. She's fondly remembered and celebrated today. But that's her story. But like, why is she part of the Bizarre Buffet universe? Yeah,
2: wow. did we, what are these skeletons in her closet? Yeah,
1: yeah. do we have to did take this, our boots the house down? Is
2: this like before she died or after she died?
1: Oh, we're about to find out. Okay. Oh,
0: Okay, so let's talk about how she fits into our, our universe, right? Yeah. So just for the record, this story isn't necessarily groundbreaking. You know, it's apparently the show Posed did do an episode inspired by her story. Oh. And
2: okay. I, oh. See, I can no, relate Now Jen's pose. wheels are I'm, turning. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> You know, and, like, you know, I think this was on, like, um, Access Hollywood or Insider or, like, one of those, okay. like, things. So it's not, like, this is, like, groundbreaking, but I just figured for This is a great us, Bizarre Buffet it's story. It's, like really a good part of our universe. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially because, like, you know, we're allies or gay or LGBT, you know, we're... Yeah. yeah. We're all in the letters, so... Yeah, we are. So it fits <clears> our world. The letters. So, yeah, after her death, a really, like, good friend of hers by the name of Lois Taylor who was also, like, a fellow drag queen, was going through Corey's closet to sell off her costumes. Oh, boy. Now, while rummaging through her closet, Lois unearthed a suitcase that was so heavy that she just couldn't lift it. Oh, Oh, shit. So (laughs) they dragged out the suitcase, and they decided to cut it open. And as soon as they cut it open, this, like, god-awful stench... Oh, boy. Horrible odor came out of this like dusty fabric bag. Was it a dead body? Basically, yeah, (laughs) it was a fucking
2: like decomposed body in a
0: Vogue
1: pose. It was like this Shut the fuck up, yeah, zoom in (laughs) the death mark. Talk about a death drop.
0: (laughs) Oh Oh. Oh, my god, all right, continue. (laughs) Talk about coming out of the closet. (laughs) <laughs> Another one. It's full of tonight. You, I mean that joke is so over overused with this this subject matter. That's okay. But yeah, so basically inside this bag was a partially mummified body. The body was identified as a man named Robert Worley, and the last time he was seen was nineteen sixty eight.
1: Whoa. And this Whoa. is Whoa like, So the nineties. Yeah. Holy shit. 94. So this was in
2: 94 and the last time he was seen was
1: 1968.
0: Correct. <sighs> Holy shit. And <sighs> surprise, oh my <sighs> gosh, there were certain items found with the body that kind of indicated the time frame. They found like vintage like beer can lids that were oh. like specific to I guess Interesting. a, a beer can from okay. the 60s. Oh shit. Immediately the skeleton in the closet, quite literally. Yeah, created a little bit of a buzz, and yeah. some rumors went flying because everyone's like, "What the fuck? Like how? How? Like how long has this mummy or yeah. this corpse been in this closet? Why did she not tell anyone about this? Like, what is going on here?"
1: She was busy posing.
0: Yeah, she. <laughs> so yeah, you have to,
1: you know, you ask yourself these questions. Absolutely i mean wow
0: also with this with this guy the you know the the dead body like no one ever heard of him like in her drag circle okay she so never... like this was a name of someone that like nobody knew before yeah like she never mentioned anything about a robert okay to her friends so even her okay. friends are just like oh, i don't know who this guy is yeah. like, hey robert news to me too
1: maybe she was holding it for a friend
2: Maybe she was just lonely and was, like, Anatoly and just needed somebody.
1: Maybe. Oh, that puts a sad twist on it. I know. But, I mean, we can have options. Well, we have let the- me provide you with some. Yeah. Oh, my some God, yeah. there are, like,
0: theories out there. Okay, right? let's okay. hear them. So, some theorize that Corey had shot Worley during a failed robbery. Okay. Which makes sense, yeah. Okay, because I at the time I don't think she lived in necessarily the safest community. Also, like New York during that time
2: was not a great place to real, be. Oh yeah.
1: yeah, during the sixties, yeah. like I can't imagine late sixties,
2: mm-hmm. even like the eighties, the nineties yeah. too.
1: Yeah, sure yeah, yeah. I, I, all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, at that time too, like you know, the
0: police clearly you know wanted nothing to do with helping like the gay community. Let alone the trans community. Let alone the black black community. community. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, she had everything going against her that a human could really have. Yeah. And, you know,
0: her being a trans woman, if she, you know, let's just say if this guy broke in and she killed him out of self-defense, that could come back and bite her in the ass. It could. You know, so... That's Absolutely. one theory. However, um after a, r- a reporter from New York Magazine did some digging around, some clues were unearthed. So Robert, who was like the mummified corpse that they found, his brother claimed that Robert called him drunk one night and rambled on and on about having a fight with a woman named Dorian oh. that he was allegedly seeing. Oh boy.
2: Okay.
0: Now, Lois Taylor, the friend of Dorian who discovered the corpse, told that reporter that Corey has once written a short story about a transgendered woman who killed her lover in revenge after he pressured her to have a sex change. Oh. Now, this is just hearsay, but I'm pretty sure that a lot of... Trans women who are in relationships with hetero-identifying men are probably pressured to have a sex change more often than you would
1: think. Especially if that person's partner is like, okay, I accept this, but like, you're going to have a sex change, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. in more proper current terms, gender reassignment. I'm just using the terms of that time that would have been yeah. used. So don't come for us.
0: No, don't.
1: Yeah, don't. especially you, YouTube trolls. Exactly. The YouTube trolls are hardcore.
0: You are hardcore. Yeah, they really, really are. I feel like yeah, their their partners <laughs> might want to force them to transition yeah. faster. Oh, yeah.
1: And you who, gotta go at your own speed. And for those of our followers, our listeners, like, what was the option at the time? Butcher Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hello. Reference that episode. You'll find out why you wouldn't want to have Butcher Brown as your doctor. I'll tell you that much.
0: And it's, you know, that theory kind of reminds me of that movie, um, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Oh, yeah. So oh. good. Oh, my
1: God. That's a Gen. That's so, a Gen one. That's a Gen movie. I, I saw
2: that on Broadway. Did you? With, was... What's his name? Michael C. Hall.
1: Oh, really? How with was he of that?
2: He played it so dark.
1: Yeah? It
2: was so good.
1: I could see him doing that, though. He did, like, a I very could. dark twist on Hedwig. I love it. I got an Angry edge. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm not into
0: musicals, but I did see that, and it was this, like... Version in Asbury Park, New
1: Jersey, oh. like fifteen years.
2: I would love to see it with
0: what's the f- John Cameron Mitchell? The
2: That's the guy who, who I in would the
1: movie. Be. Yeah. That's who played him. That's yeah. who wrote it? The OG. Yeah. Oh, he wrote it.
2: Yeah, yeah. he wrote Headway. I didn't so. know that. Yeah,
1: how cool. Yeah. Good for him. He did all of it. Like, wow, good for him.
0: him. It's also theorized that disposing the body. Would be very difficult in New York because of how congested the yeah. city is. It's like almost impossible to get rid of a body
1: well, in New York. Yeah, that's why what Michael Alec, Party Monster, because they threw it in the fucking Hudson. Yeah. And then it popped up like a little buoy, like, yeah. you know, a day later. Hello!
0: Hello! Corey also covered the body in baking soda and hmm. tightly wrapped the corpse, probably in like ceram wrap. To keep the odor from getting out. Oh, wow.
2: So, this corpse essentially was in Corey's closet for like 30 years. Yes.
0: Um, wow. Wow. With all the costumes and everything. Holy shit. Like, oh. And
2: like no smell ever came out. Not that I know of. Wow. That's and fascinating. She had
0: that corpse and odor on a lockdown, yep, mom. That must have
1: been a really tightly... Tight, tight um, suitcase. Well, you know, the community knows
0: how to get shit done. We do. That's all I have to say. They know, right. We know how to do things. Yeah. So most people lean into the idea that this was not an intentional murder but that this happened under specific circumstances, and just due to the nature of the times, she did the best thing that she could think of to
1: protect herself. I I could
2: believe that. I could absolutely believe that.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because even if it were something where, I mean, let's go down the road of, like, a rape, right? There's no way that anyone, a police force, would take the rape of a trans woman in the 60s Seriously, No. Like, she would just have gone to jail for murdering somebody. So, yeah, I, I think it could go that way for sure.
0: And another theory, which she brought up, Mark, was that she didn't kill anyone, and someone else did. That was a friend, and she was just storing the body Yeah, as a uh, favor. Could be.
1: That's a good friend. Yeah. That's a good thing That's to do. That's a loyal friend right but there. What if the body came with the apartment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, it was just like, surprise. surprise, last tenant left it.
0: It could have been a thing, too. You yeah. never know. Yeah. Well, regardless of the motives, I'm leaning more towards the logical here. I think it was just New York City, the 1960s. You know, she had to do what she had to do. As we know, you know, the LGBTQ community is pretty good at getting shit done and being super badass. And if you look at the, the recent shooting at Club Q in Colorado... It was two gay men who effectively took down the shooter after yes. he killed five people. And one of them was a
2: drag queen, right? Yeah. Yes, and, that's yeah, right.
0: One was a drag queen, and the other one was a trans woman um, who used her high heel as a weapon. Yes, bitch, go. Yeah. Amazing. Hell yeah. So it just shows you that, you know, a trans woman and a drag queen... Are more effective than the police.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they
0: are. Wow. What I also think is funny about the story is just, you know, the whole term skeletons in, in the, the closet. closet Whether
2: it was an actual skeleton in the closet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. And the fact that it happened like to a trans woman.
0: <laughs> it's listen, listen like, for
1: anybody who considers fucking with any kind of woman, you better think twice. You better
2: fucking think twice. Mm. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Think.
1: Twice, bitch. Think yeah. once and then get that first thought correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I love that's, it. that's her story. Yeah, Spoots the House Down, Bizarre that Buffet was Podcast. Great, Mark. Bones, I the I never. Bones the House Down the House.
2: I I never knew that story. Wow! I mean, I looked I looked her up like during one of our little breaks, Mm-mm. and I was like, okay, I know who this is, but I didn't know about like the skeleton in the closet right? and the dead body. So wow! Wild. Very good.
1: Well, we love a good. Corpse. We do. That was we fantastic. Like a Thank we you. We do like
2: a good corpse and moment and at Bizarre Buffet. We do. We and watch Par-
1: if you haven't seen Paris is Burning, the filmmaker who did that. Fucking fantastic. She's still alive.
2: I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. Because yeah. like I said, I've never watched it in, in its entirety. I've only watched clips.
1: Yeah. It's really, really good. So I recommend to anybody. And um, if you want to see our Paris burning, you should go on patreon.com slash Bizarre Buffet and donate there. And for our first package, you get a postcard. You get a, hey, girl, hey, it's us, Dorian and hey. Corey. You get uh, a handmade <laughs> Bizarre Buffet button from me. Yes, you do. And for the last package, we're working on a mid- tier aka we need to work on a middle tier but the other tier which is ten dollars a month you get what do you get? You get drawings from us. You get us. blindfolded
2: drawings. Anything
1: you want. You get a shout out.
2: You get a shout out. God. Do you want
1: an interpretation of the skeleton found in Dorian Corey's closet done by us blindfolded? We will do it. We'll do it and we'll, we'll it. videotape it mm-hmm. like you, it's
0: the 90s. And you also get a postcard and you get the button as well.
1: Absolutely. Made by Mark Toriello himself. Yeah, that's right, honey. And, and uh, we have a
0: YouTube channel. Just if you want do. to
1: watch us, it's bizarre. Watch things. us. Yeah. yeah. For those of you who don't listen to audio, you're watching us right now. So Hi. 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 It's me,
0: and you got your to see mother. me surf looks.
1: Mama. Absolutely, uh, while Mark
2: and I just wear the serve same our regular. Shit. Yeah,
1: we're serving looks our regular we, looks. We
2: work, we serve our regular. Yeah, looks. we
1: do we do, but that's okay. That's all, right. all right. That's all right. That's what makes us. I'm just wearing a cool shirt. There's yeah, not much of I, a look. I know. I know. That's okay. But anyway, mm-mm. I suppose until next time, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, BizarreBuffet.com. And with that being said, I am Funeral poller A.K.A. the skeleton in Dorian Corey's closet,
2: and I am Miss Fortune, A.K.A. <laughs> Cher from
0: the nineteen sixties.
1: Bitch, yes, all day, every day. And
0: I am Gizmo, glitter paws, and the goddess bunny. Oh my god! Jealous. Oh, another good Jealous.
2: callback. Yes.
0: Turn back time.